Welcome to another edition of Cine Critique. My name is Shane A. Bassett, your host, the movie analyst, and today I'll be talking about a movie uh, you probably need to watch first before you uh, hear the synopsis and my opinion and an interview with amazing Amy Garcia, one of the stars of the uh, Western Murder at Yellowstone City. It is a movie directed by Richard Gray, Released in uh, 2022, it is on DVD in Australia. It's also streaming to rent and buy on digital platforms. By the time you read this, it could be on a streaming service. However, it's a Western, old school style Western about a uh, man who finds some gold. There's a bit of corruption in the town. Like any good uh, Western story has, there's some twists and turns, gunfights. There's a saloon that Amy Garcia's character works in. A bit of singing going on in there as well as other things. The cast includes Thomas Jane. Yeah, he's great, isn't he? Legendary character actor. Gabriel Byrne. Richard Dreyfus is in this film. How good. How good is a Richard Dreyfus? Nat Wolf, I like Nat Wolf. Scotty Thompson is in this. Anna Camp, Isabella Ruby, like uh, the female quota of ensemble is just as high as the male, and I love that about this western. I really do. I had a chat to Amy. Now, if you don't know who Amy Garcia is, check her out. Talented, genuine, funny. Gorgeous, talented, beyond belief, and has been around for quite some time, impressing, no less. The first time I remember, Amy was in Debs. Capital D, capital E, capital B, capital S, Debs from 2004. Bit of an underrated, unknown, cult classic among many. I really enjoy Debs. Got a good cast including Amy. So if you like Westerns, this town in the movie was built for this movie, and I think that's impressive. There's an Australian at the helm. It's good cinematography, good music, and we discuss all this and more together. So please enjoy my excellent conversation with Amy Garcia. The movie is Murder at Yellowstone City, released in Australia by Defiant Screen Entertainment. Here's Amy. You'll be entranced as much as I was. What a great conversation it is. Enjoy. Uh, It's my great pleasure to welcome Amy Garcia. Hello from Australia. Hello. It's great to see you. Have you been down under before, ever visited? I have. I have been to Melbourne. See how I pronounce that? Not Melbourne, Melbourne. (laughs) And, um, you know, I went to the Queen Victoria Market and got me some Uggs and got me some, (laughs) um, you know, really good ramen. And I am just a big fan of Australia. I think it's a beautiful place and beautiful people. And, um, you know, I haven't been to Sydney yet, but uh, given how much I loved Melbourne, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's a very special place with probably very, one of the most beautiful sunsets. 
it's very different Melbourne and Sydney. I'm from Sydney. That's where I'm coming from you now. But um, it's lovely that you've at least been to Melbourne and, and expo explored around our country a little bit. Yes, yes. And I hope I hope to be back because I hear Sydney is a totally different experience, but just as cool. Now, I know you can speak, speak more than one language, but what about accents? Can you do the Australian accent? Oh, gosh, I'm so <laughs> bad at accents. It's so funny because you would think that an, as an actor, I would be good at accents. I'm terrible. Like if I was trying to like if I was trying to talk like an Australian, good day, mate. Like, oh, that's rubbish. Yeah, that's total rubbish. That I do remember you guys say a lot, you know, and then use the C word a lot where I'm like, oh God, oh God. But that's, uh, you know, so, sure. so yeah, I remember, I remember rubbish and uh, cheers. You guys say cheers a lot, which we I love. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I'm terrible at accents, but I'll remember the words that, you know, that Aussies use. Uh, murder at Yellowstone City. Uh, congratulations on doing like a an old school American Western. How how was that? Just to be part of the whole um, ensemble it was, would have been great. Oh, it was it was wonderful. It was such a cool experience because I really feel like it had all the great things that we love about westerns with the quick draw and horses and and you know cowboys and um saloons but from a very different perspective right mm. i mean you get to see you get to see diverse characters and i can't remember the last time i saw a wonderful beautiful love story between two men in a western and i i just feel like it was this perfect you know uh you take this american western uh genre yeah. and then you just you know you tell the same story from a different perspective which I just thought was so cool. And then this all-star cast, I mean, you know, Oscar winners and Golden Globe winners and Gabriel Byrne and Richard Dreyfuss and Anna yeah. Camp. And um, it was just, I mean, it was, it was like an all-star team and it oh, was, yeah. it was quite an honor. Well, casting I'll get to in a minute, but you, um, with the audition process, did you have to audition? The, the director was Australian, Richard Gray. Did you know him from before? No, I had never met Richard. I actually did not have to audition. This They just gave me the offer oh, for great. this film because I had done a Peter Berg uh, show a long time ago called Trauma, Trauma. with yeah. a girl named Scotty Thompson. And so Scotty's a producer and obviously an actor in this movie. And she said, look, I'm doing this movie with a great director from Australia. And, and I'm a huge like Baz Luhrmann fan. Like, I don't know if people know back <laughs> in the day, I, I screen tested with Leonardo DiCaprio for Romeo and Juliet, like back in the day with Boz and, 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 oh, That's amazing. I, I, I can't believe it. I know. I know. I just remember being and feeling like I was in the presence of a really creative, special soul. Like I, I just knew I was really young and didn't really know what a screen test even was, but I just sure. remember thinking you're a genius. Like you're a genius, you know, and then obviously Romeo and Juliet in Australia and Moulin Rouge, but um, but I never met him. And she said, well, you do this film. And as soon as she rattled off, you know, Richard Dreyfuss, Gabriel Bruno, before she even got to the third person, I was like, I'm in, I'm in. And, you know, just send me the script and I'll start getting into it. 
the town was built for the movie. Uh, that must have been authentic. Uh, what was it like being in the saloon and out in the dusty streets, just part of the atmosphere in costume as well? Would have been great. Yes, it really was great. It was it was very authentic. Um, it was very exciting to know that we were shooting something that had never been shot in any film in the history of cinema. Yeah. So it was the first time that that particular saloon was ever going to be seen in a film. It was the first time that that, you know, livery, the stable was ever going to be seen. It was the first time that that church was ever going to be shot in a movie. So it was windy. It was cold. People were rolling their ankles during, <laughs> during shootout scenes because it wasn't a nicely, you know, gravelly, paved road on a studio lot it was very there was I think coyotes all over and and wild horses and and um you know it was definitely the elements and there was torrential rain and it was freezing and then it was hot and it was it was just very much like it would be back in the 1890s where mm. you know you needed a special tool to put your boot on because the boots were so authentic so I couldn't even put I couldn't even dress myself because of the corset and the boots wow. and so it really made you feel what it was like to be a woman back then where um, life wasn't easy even getting dressed was hard you needed like a team of people to make it happen <laughs> I was going to ask you that about the beautiful costumes and the design did you sort of did you click into character as soon as you put that corset on and it must make you feel like Isabel because you became the oh, character yeah absolutely I mean the hairstyles the rollers they were all vintage <laughs> it was all vintage which was you know, we couldn't actually, I think I learned that there wasn't a lot of makeup invented back then. So there was Probably only not. lip stain, there was not lipstick and mascara hadn't been invented back then. And there was no, you know, there was no real blush. And, and so you just feel so naked mm. because that wasn't, and there was no nail polish, right? So I remember cruising in with these nails and they're like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. In the 1800, there was no nail polish. There was just you could just buff your nails, you know? So I thought, oh gosh, so it was a history lesson besides a great job. And, and absolutely my, I, I, I should have good posture because I started out as a dancer, you would think, but as soon as you put that corset on, you have no choice, but to, you know, straighten up. And, and when I saw the movie, I thought, God, it, Isabel has such good posture. And I was so proud, but I, I, you know, that was all the corset. That was all the corset. I think that Isabel might have had like a creative or a big backstory. Did you create anything for her or was it written in the script about where she'd come from and, and her background leading up to where she is at that point in the movie? Yeah, well, Eric, uh, the writer, mm. created a wonderful backstory for her where she was the daughter of a Mexican general who was mm. very proficient with weapons, which we see a little of you in do, the yeah. film. And um, just the way she holds the gun, I was like, okay, you can tell that she knows what she's doing if she was the daughter of a Mexican general. And um, I loved that she was in charge of the finances. So That's I love right. that she wrote that she had a ledger, you know, and, and had the coins and made sure that there was enough money for the operations. I mean, she's a businesswoman. She's essentially the CEO of the saloon. Mm. And I love that about her. And I love that she spoke Spanish. Um, what I added was the music. I asked them if it was okay 
um, this is why I love, you know, I love working with Richie because as much as he was really the captain of our ship and our total leader and commanded that set, he sure. was so collaborative that I said, hey, um, back in the day, obviously there's no streaming services. And so uh, dancing and singing and piano playing was the way that people would entertain themselves. Would she be able to sing in Spanish? And they, I said, I'll find the song. And if you could just make sure that the copyrights are cool, um, <laughs> what do you think about the song? And they loved it. And so I learned it and I sang it a cappella. and they were so collaborative and open to her speaking more Spanish and her singing. And, and I just could not ask for like a better, you know, like a better like general, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, I thought it was really cool that they're like, yeah, sing in Spanish. And, um, and so we understand why she would have such so much upward mobility as a woman of color back in the 1890s. Right. She's able to entertain, she's able to do the math, she's able to educate the kids. So she had to be good at 10 things in order for her to run a saloon. And that's what's so special about this town, right? It accepts, oh, yeah. it's kind of like an underdog story. It's like a Western from the perspective of underdogs, which I think is just always so fun. Well, uh, Isabel evolved from the start of the movie to the end of the movie, and you stole my thunder. I was going to say what a beautiful singing voice you had, because it was just a beautiful moment that I wasn't expecting. And then I knew it was you from the beginning. I knew you weren't being dubbed or anything. So congratulations on that moment. It was great. And I mean, did you have to keep singing? Was it like a whole day shoot or did you get nail it oh, in yeah. one hit? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I actually went on vocal rest as much as I could that yeah. day and I had a sign that said I'm not being a dick I'm just on vocal rest <laughs> you know when people were say hi I would just wave because um you know I don't have like like I'm not Celine Dion here I can't just sing for nine hours I mean I'm an actor who can kind of sing and and um and so I just really focused and I wanted to sing really honestly and she's mourning the love of her life. And, and so um, it was awesome. Like the crew was kind of teary eyed and oh, nice. I sang it over and over again. And, and then um, it was just cool to sing it live, you mm. know, and, 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 and not, not be dubbed. Cause I think, I think imperfections, are interesting. Like, I don't want to have a perfect voice that sounds perfect. I mean, look at Bob Dylan. Clearly, <laughs> he doesn't have the best range, but you're going to tell me he's not an incredible songwriter and artist. I mean, he's a poet. So I would rather be the person that makes someone cry by singing, you yeah. know, by hearing as opposed to getting a perfect score on American Idol, you know? Well, you are a, an actor who can sing well, as far as I'm concerned, and maybe you could do a, a musical Western. Would, would that be on the cards at some point? Or a musical in general? Well, well, it's funny you say that, Shane. Do you have a crystal ball? Because I do, my next movie that comes out on Netflix, I play a Shakira J-Lo type of um, pop star. Nice. So I sing three songs. I don't even know if I'm allowed to, I, I hope Netflix doesn't get me in trouble tomorrow. Like, why did you, you were supposed to release that information, but I do, I thought it was very important to do my own singing. And I had three days to learn all three songs. Mm -hmm. Three days. Three songs, three days to sing all three, to learn all three songs. And I did it. Oh my gosh, Shane, I was so nervous. I was so nervous. <laughs> I was shaking, but I said, you know what? This is just about, I'd, I have to sing truthfully and honestly. And then um, 
And then I heard the song back and I played it for like my castmates. It'll be out. I can't tell you the name of the movie yet, but it'll be out. And uh, I can tell you this. It's me and Freddie Prince Jr. Wow, so it's a, like awesome. a fun romantic comedy where, like I said, I play like an international pop star, like Shakira style. And I do all my own dancing, all my own piano playing and all my mm. own singing. And I played it for so, a couple of my cast members and then they started getting teary at it. I'm like, yes, okay, that's it. That's it. As long as it moves people, I don't have to worry about it not having like the best vibrato, you know? So I don't know. I, I, I would love to sing again in a movie. It's really fun. I would love to do a musical like, mm. you know, Chicago or, or mm. just something really fun. Um, and then maybe in an animated movie. I think that would be so great. Oh, it'd be fantastic. I mean, you've done some voiceovers, of course, as well. You're mm -hmm. experienced in that, but you've come a long way. I mean, Debs was 2004. That's 18 years ago. One of my favourite movies. I love Debs, but it was 2004. So, you know, it stands to the test of time. And you've, you've come a long way, Amy Garcia. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> you know, I always say I have a very blue-collar career. Like, my parents aren't famous. I didn't really know what I was doing and I started out with one line no mm -hmm. I started with no lines one line two lines one scene so it really means a lot when people come up to me and they're like I loved you on George Lopez or oh my god Dexter or Cadet Kelly on Disney Channel I'm like wow that is that is old school you know so so I appreciate that because you know I just try to keep getting better than yesterday and see where mm. that leads you know? <laughs> well robocop uh, modoc the list goes on uh before we wrap it up um just a couple of your co-stars just describe him in a few words uh richard dreyfus to begin with how was he and oh. gabriel byrne just in a few words because i really adore their work but you all had great chemistry together well, uh, Richard Dreyfus is a wonderful storyteller. Every time the cameras would stop rolling, he would <laughs> tell us stories about Spielberg and Jaws. And, and um, you just felt like you were getting insider information on, you know, this beautiful living legend. Yes. And then Gabriel Byrne, he is so generous you know he reminds me of Gary Oldman I've worked with Gary Oldman before and there's certain actors who are so generous and and by that I mean you know he's he's one of the headliners of this film but mm. he wanted to make sure that my character and his character you know had a relationship and so he's like hey what if you speak Spanish to him so to establish a relationship I thought what a humble generous collaborative actor where he's worried about the Great relationship with my character, even though we just have one scene together, he wanted that scene to establish our relationship. So he is just a consummate professional and a great sense of humor. And then, you know, Richard being an Aussie, like I said, I mean, he is so funny and fun, even <laughs> if we're shooting like 17 hour days, he just has that joie de vie that like Australians have of like making you feel like it's all going to be okay. That's what I always feel like I, Everyone I've met from Australia just makes me, I feel like my shoulders go from here to here <laughs> and I feel like everything's going to be okay because their sense of humor is just unwavering, you know? So, so that was just awesome. And, you know, Zach McGowan and Anna Camp, I mean, talk about a beautiful voice, right? Like oh, pitch yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, and Tanaya, she actually grew up with horses on a reservation. So okay. she is just wonderful you know as an actor and scotty being a producer and an actor and zach always wanting to take a shirt off you know because <laughs> apparently he's very confident with his abs well, you know and i'm like you know, 
fair enough you know in between takes i'm like do you want a robe or something he's like i'm good i'm good i'm like oh geez. you do you zach you do you you know so um i mean just a wonderful and then nat wolf i mean nat is that's great a nat, you know nat's gonna be the guy that's gonna win an oscar one day like he mm. is just so committed where i i wouldn't even go up and talk to him if i knew he was like in the zone I'm like okay nat's in the zone nat's in the zone just let him be you know so so just just a wonderful group of of people, Emma Kenny and and first timers like um, uh, 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 Isabel um, Izzy, who we called. It was her first movie, and such a professional with cool. questions. She goes, "Amy, could we get on the phone real quick? I have some questions about our dynamic as characters." I said, Isn't that good? "Oh my goodness!" So when you have a newcomer come in, you got you're like, "Wow." She's making all of us step up our game, you know? So it was just a wonderful, wonderful cast with an incredible group of people. And I'm just so glad that people are enjoying the film. Oh, look, it's going to be a big hit. Australians like Westerns. So I'm going to make sure I tell everyone to watch it. Uh, and finally, Yellowstone City is a gold town. Now, what would you do if you found like a chunk of nice big gold somewhere? Would you hand it in, give it to charity? <laughs> tell me, do you, oh, any ideas? I would... <laughs> I would probably take a little bit of it and spoil the people I love. Like if That's I nice. had a friend who loved massages, I'd give it to them. But I think I would just dedicate it. I would give uh, a half of it to kids' children's hospital. Mm. And then I would probably give the other half to like cancer research. So oh, that's lovely. Never have that again. <laughs> that's why you're so, such a nice person. And thank you for sharing with me the, the Netflix thing, you know, just keep it between us. Congratulations on that upcoming. <laughs> there seems you. to be so much more opportunities for, uh, you know, authentic female stories and actors and filmmakers. So it looks like you're striving ahead and, and well done. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And hopefully we'll get to do this again very soon. Yeah, it'd be nice to catch up again. Thanks again. And Deb's one of the greats. I just wasn't saying that. It is a movie I put on a lot. I remember it back in the day. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Well, I appreciate that so much. And thank you again. It's always so fun. Well, there she is, the wonderful, amazing Amy Garcia. And, uh, yeah, infectious. When you speak to someone like that, you just uh, you, you beam with laughing and smiling. Uh, it's just great to to really talk to someone who's so humble and talented and genuine and, and it was a great chat and it's a good movie. It's Murder at Yellowstone City. Not to be confused with Yellowstone, the series starring Kevin Costner and Kelly Riley or uh, Yellow Jackets, the series starring Juliet Lewis. That's on Paramount Plus, that one. Anyway, um, this is Murder at Yellowstone City. It is available on old school DVD, Defiant, Screen, entertainment or to rent or buy on digital platforms here is a little bit of a taste of the trailer to get you in the mood gold which you all came here to find brings you nothing but destruction and disaster i want to get as far away from this place as i can it is an evil place. You gotta quiet those hands. Come on. Don't let the violence unsettle you. This is my town. And these people, good or bad, are my people. 
What matters is law and order. There's a fugitive. He, he killed people. I am innocent. That man, he left me his horse. How could he be the killer? How'd he get there with no horse? He's an innocent man. I'm gonna put this killer in the ground. I've known men like your sheriff. Too righteous to be right. Let me tell you about justice. Kill a man in this town, everybody knows there's a price to be paid. Now, what about the truth? Kill all those men, you gotta do something, Pop. You're all murderers. Preacher! <gasps> what was that? A necessary end will come when, when it, it will come. Oh, how about that? I hope that gets you in the mood to watch Murder at Yellowstone City, a Western that I think will become very popular once word gets around of the quality this movie is and interesting concepts that it has involved in the storyline. And uh, Australian Richard Gray, let's hope he goes on to bigger things. I am pretty sure he will. The way he directed this movie... It's all out there and uh, nothing left behind. Very well crafted indeed. And if you'd like to uh, actually hear a bit more about murder at Yellowstone City, you can go onto my movie talk show channel, my YouTube channel. And um, I also spoke to Amy's, uh, one of Amy's fellow cast members, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane plays the preacher in the movie and, uh, yeah, check out the video of us having a chat. It's a it's a unique conversation, and uh, Tom told me about some of his favourite westerns and what it was like filming this movie. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the conversation I had with Amy Garcia as much as I did and seek out murder at Yellowstone City. Thank you very much for joining me on Cine Critique. My name is Shane A. Bassett. You can find me on social media at movie underscore analyst. Uh, you can send me an email if you still do that at shaneadambassett at gmail.com. Uh, and as I said, there's a YouTube channel there with lots of cool interviews. Well, I think they're cool anyway, with filmmakers and musicians and directors and writers and models and all sorts of different people. Thomas Jane is one of those. Take it easy, everyone, and until next time on the next edition of Cine Critique, where I hope you will join me, where we'll talk more movies and have more interviews and discussions on whatever takes my fancy, movie-related, that is, generally. It's bye for now. See you at the movies, everyone. And don't go away. As a little bonus feature, here is the trailer to Debs. Enjoy. Deep within a college exam is a secret test. It measures a student's innate ability to lie, cheat, fight, and destroy. Those who score well are recruited into a secret paramilitary university. Some call them seductresses. Some call them spies. Fools call them innocent. They call themselves Debs. It's a trap. Whatever. Amy. Did you really fight Lucy Diamond? Does she still have her hand? Yes. She still has both of her hands. Max. Dominique. Come on, Dominique. Five minutes. The no boys allowed upstairs. Janet. You look nice. 
Thanks. What are you doing? Um, nothing. Dominique. Coffee. Black. You need to speak English or French. Fringlish is not a language. And Lucy Diamond. Dem's en route two minutes. Double okay? This is retarded. Now. Lucy Diamond is back in the States. Apprehend the suspect. Recover the money. They're on the case. We've got visual. I have the sweater she's wearing, but in tote. This is not the Girl Scouts. This is espionage. Of an evil villain who's on the loose. Australia's toast. What's your beef with the Australians? I don't like their attitude. Okay. Samuel Goldwyn Films presents... What's that movie with Jody and the little dog falls in the well with the lotion? Silence of the Lamb. You're the Lamb. What? A killer comedy that proves justice. Let's do this. Have you seen my gun? Is a four-letter word. Oh, my God. She almost kissed you. Debs. Knock him dead. But not really. Love that movie, Debs from 2004, which featured a young Amy Garcia. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in.